Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is your spoiler warning. If you're looking to partake in any of the subject matters on this podcast, abandon all hope, ye who enter this shadowy place. basement okay all right i'm glad you said that because i accidentally hit record before i meant to <laughs> well all right then we're live from kevin spacey's basement people i bet you're wondering how we got a microphone and a laptop down here well you see we're fat we cut ourselves open like tauntauns from star wars and we snuck the computer and mic down here in plastic bags see i was you gonna say we stuck it way up in your butthole morty way up in your butthole no, dude, I keep my butt clenched like a white person. <laughs> you going through, but you going the other line. Why is it going to go in the other line? That's the line where we check for stuff. Up your butt. <laughs> Run, Morty! Run, Morty! Just got to give him the Matt Hardy laugh. Glorious. What a wonderful laptop up the butthole. That was horrifying. That's life. Horrifying. Life is horrifying. Anyways. Chris, you want to know what month it is? January. Fuck you with January. What do I do? You don't know about fuck you with January? No, I don't. Oh, yeah. You don't watch Red Lair Media. Like I tell you, you should. You, okay, well, Chris. I'm at home to sleep, man. Huh? I'm usually at home to sleep. So? That's 90% of what I do at home. I sleep well, and I poop. Okay, Chris. I'll tell you then. I poop out January, primarily the time of the month where Movie Studio put out shitty movies that they know would never do well or they can't put it anywhere else to, so it doesn't interfere with their possibility for award season. Like the Emoji movie would come out in January. Pretty much. If it wasn't cancelled. Sure. It got cancelled for it. Yeah. So yeah, Chris. You know, um, so Chris, what month is it? Fuck you with January. January. Fuck you with January. Or in this case, for this year, fuck you with year. Yeah. Or maybe... For, or maybe, in the entirety, it's, fuck you, it's forever. Because you know what movies are coming out, like, this year, Chris? Nothing good. Monster Truck. That comes out Actually, this no, that's going to be a cinematic masterpiece. Monster Truck. Better than Scarface. Then you get all the Marvel movies that are coming out. Better than all Star Wars. All the Star Wars movies that are going to be coming out. You mean one? Yeah, sure, whatever. One Star Wars movie? Whatever. Uh, let's see here. Then you get that dog movie that's coming out. What dog movie? That one dog movie about like that dog dying, then coming back as another dog, who dies and come back as another dog, who dies and come back as another, like sequences of dogs. You mean 100 Deeds of Eddie McDowd? The Nickelodeon series? Do you remember that show? Nope. You guys remember that one? Where the school bully gets turned into a doge? Nope. By a voodoo man? Nope. It was. It, it existed. I believe you. They, they made like five episodes. Hmm. But, yeah. Nickelodeon pulled a fox on that one. Uh, I can't actually remember any other movies. I think that's because... Like the Friday the 13th reboot is this year. Yeah. I think that's kind of why I don't really remember. Because there's nothing really coming out this year. I'm interested in, in the slightest. I don't think there was anything really... Out last year, aside from, like, Kubo, that I was super into. Yeah, we never got a chance to go see Kubo. Yeah. I still want to see it, though. That movie looks so good. Yeah. Oh, and then there's also The Bye Bye Man is out. You mean the Pee Pee Poo Poo Man? Yeah, sure, whatever. But, yeah. There's also the new M. Night Shyamalan train wreck. Could be good. It could be good, but it's M. Night Shyamalan. What is an M. Night Shyamalan movie good? Well, Unbreakable. Avatar. So? Avatar. Unbreakable. The Last Airbender. Unbreakable. The Last Airbender. Unbreakable. Signs. Unbreakable. Signs. Unbreakable. The Sixth Sense. No. Yes. No. Yes. Even though Shyamalan's a terrible person. No. <laughs> the, you he's a terrible no, filmmaker. You have no right to say he's a bad person. There is nothing... Uh, he's a terrible filmmaker, at least. <laughs> not as bad as, He like, makes shitty decisions in filmmaking... But I am not willing to write off M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, he's probably not as completely. bad as, uh, as 
what's his face? Michael Bay. He just doesn't put explosions to have explosions. Yeah. Like, I really expected Ouija to be just exploding jump scare in the movie. Was that made by Michael Bay? Yeah. Jeez. I make explosions. I didn't know that one. That's actually surprising. Yeah. Michael Bay's a tard. New episode of the podcast, Chris. Yeah, new episode. We here. Yeah. We up in here. Your week. Go. My week. Um, I worked. I about shot myself in the head with a staple gun at work today. Because mm-hmm. I was supposed to be off. And then uh-huh. they called me in. And as I'm sitting on the toilet, going to the bathroom, getting ready to take a shower and go to work, I get a call, for, a text from my boss. Like, hey, we're, uh, DM's here. Like, uh, then when I got there, I'm like, you're clever, but I hate you. He's like, what do you mean? You wait till I say I'll come in to tell me the district manager's here. It's like, yeah, I'm impressed, but I also hate you. And then, um, yeah, that's my week, dude. I have not done anything besides go to Raw. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to elaborate more on that in my news. How about you? What did you do this week? Planned a lot. Planned a lot? Got to play it a lot about different stuff. Are you planning for when the liberals riot after Trump gets inaugurated? No. Mostly planning for my birthday. That's yeah. about it. Oh, I, I didn't know you had a birthday. I thought you just hatched. I mean, technically I am from an egg. Everyone's technically from an egg. Mm. But, no. So, just basically planning for it. Not really much going on. But, mm. this week is kind of slow in terms of everything else. Yeah, so what are your plans for your birthday? I will not reveal. That, that means he's going to jump off a bridge. I mean, that's why I've always said I do when I became 21. What's 9 plus 10? 19. He's smart, people. This goes to show what happens when you have a little bit of a private education. I was in, pri- I was in private like school until I was like 14. That's still a little bit. It's not a lot of it. Just a little bit. It's a majority of my, like, element. You're a majority of it. Fuck off. Just get, get on with your damn news. I mean, get on with your damn, like, superstar and title and that sort of shit. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> superstar of the week. After seeing him at Raw, I got to go with Rusev. Rusev was just entertaining to watch all all night. Even though he just had, like, his one match, you know, with him and uh, Jinder Mahal versus Enzo Cassie, still worth watching. I like Rusev now. I didn't care much for him, but, you know, now that they let him kind of be himself, he's a lot more fun. And then my title of the week, I'm going to have to go with a good old favorite, the IWGP World Championship, New Japan's main championship. It's a pretty belt. Like, I've got to see it up close because I was at a... Did I not tell you that? Mm. I was at a show where AJ Styles was wrestling as New Japan's, you know, IWGP champion. Mm. 25 bucks to get a picture with him. Not bad, considering Brock Lesnar charges like 100 bucks. Yeah. If you see much, him in public. wonder how much Ric Flair is going to charge us. Dude, Ric Flair charges 500 bucks for a phone call. Yeah, but I don't wonder how much he's going to charge us for like pictures and autographs. I know, he, may, he may, you know, do it out of the kindness of his, of his decrepit, old, dusty heart for, uh, you know, the world's shortest St. Patrick's Day parade. Yeah. Um, Anyway, to my news, you know, Monday Night Raw. I got to go to Monday Night Raw this week, live from Little Rock. It was super fun. Like, you know, I, Raw had been that good, but, I mean, that still didn't stop me from enjoying it, you know? Mm-hmm. Didn't see hide nor hair of Mick Foley, Stephanie McMahon, or Triple H, and Triple H was there. And I'm kind of saddened at what Brock Lesnar did, because, you know, I don't know if I talked about it last week, but Brock Lesnar it was at Raw. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, they did the whole opening promo. Roman Reigns comes out there. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Roman Reigns. Blah, blah, blah. Then, you know, out comes uh, Owens and Jericho. And then out comes Strowman. And then after that, Brock Lesnar comes out. They're all staring at each other down. Sami Zayn jumps Braun Strowman from the back. They all get in a fight. Brock Lesnar, like, German suplexes Sami Zayn and kills him. Like, he doesn't kill him as bad as Chris Jericho, but I'll get that in a second. And then, like, Brock Lesnar F5s. I think it was Roman Reigns. And, uh, yeah, and Jericho just, like, got punched by Reigns before the F5, and he's just laying out dead. I'm just sitting there. He needs some milk. He, he needs an ambulance, because that dude, he looked dead. I got to give credit to Chris Jericho, because he looked deader than dead. Also, that was my first time getting to see Chris Jericho and Brock Lesnar. 
And, you know, pretty much 90% of the wrestlers on the roster. Did you even really count it as seeing Brock Lesnar as he only showed up for, like, 20 seconds and then left? Well, I mean, he suplexed. And collected his check for, like, $10 million. Well, I mean, he did suplex somebody. He did FI somebody. Also, the day after all, he went into my buddy Fish's subway and bought three breakfast sandwiches. You're fucking with me. Nope. Was Fish there? Yeah. He, he texted me. He's like, dude, Brock Lesnar was here. And he bought three sandwiches and left. Three foot long breakfast sandwiches. That motherfucker cheating. He is. He is. He's sponsored by Jimmy Jones's Bond Subway. I'm not calling you out, Brock, because I know you will murder me with no with ease. But you know, think about your sponsorship. Brock Lesnar, you cheating bitch. You can kill him, but you're cheating, home wrecking bitch. How is he home wrecking? He's a home wrecker. Cheating. Dude, the only way Brock Lesnar would be a home wrecker is if he went into your house and just punched a wall. Brock Lesnar punches a wall, your entire house falls. And he scares me. I was literally scared within an inch of my life watching him F5 people. <laughs> Super scary. Also, I got to see my favorite wrestler. Even though she didn't have a match, you know, it was just a promo. I still got to see her. And I still got to see the wacky waving inflatable arms waving tube men. I got to see Bailey because she was doing a promo. Charlotte was putting the promo on against her. She Bailey came out there. Charlotte bailed. Um, you may be able to even hear it on TV. I just yelled, "Why are you running? Why are you running?" Then she gets to the top of the ramp and punches Bailey's uh, wacky waving inflatable arm, flailing two minutes doing like that. Charlotte punches and it's just like, "But why?" Mm-hmm. Just standing up straight. Then the main event was a six-man tag. It was Strowman, Jericho, and Owens versus uh, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. Owens and Jericho and Strowman win. There was a nice little tussle after the match. Like, Rollins comes up with a chair. Rollins gets the chair, hits Rollins, hits Reigns. The power bombs Reigns through a table. And I'm just like, this is good. This is good. Heels prevail, and I love it. They had three cruiserweight matches. And, like, what I've learned is, like, two of the wrestlers jumped from the crowd, and they both, like, died. <laughs> Honestly, it was kind of hard to keep track because they were rolling a... Uh, Footage from the last week about uh, Neville jumping Rich Swan, and then you know it cuts straight to it and Neville's jumping Rich Swan again. I'm like, wait, I thought this was on the TV. What's going on? Because like his opponent and Neville looked exactly the same almost. I'm like, dude, I can't tell which what what's happening. And you know I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. You know who the real MVP of Monday Night Raw is? The gentleman who wraps the the ring ropes with the purple tape for the cruiserweight matches. I watched him. 30 seconds, he had an an entire rope done. 30 seconds. That man is a real MVP. If you're listening to this WWE, which I doubt you are, but if you are, give that man a raise. He deserves it. He's the man. He's the real MVP. Proud of him. Also, you know, about halfway through the show, you know, I've told you, you know, they switch out the the aprons when they're doing cruiserweight matches. Mm -hmm. When they switched it back to Raw, it was kind of crooked, and it got on my nerves, and it really drew my attention. I shouldn't be watching, but ah, it's my nerves. Anyway, I gave Raw, like, it was a solid C++. Not quite B-level, you know, because, you know, Brock Lesnar, like, the main the main attraction, Brock Lesnar, was only there for, like, a minute. See, if you had been smart and, like, hung out at the subway, you could have seen it. I was asleep. So I had to work the night after then like you know I you know I like to buy merch at wrestling shows. I bought a Brock Lesnar shirt. You know I'm not a huge fan of Brock Lesnar, but they only had Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins in my size, and I already have Seth Rollins. So mm-hmm. plus it's it's kind of cool because it's you know the Suplex City shirt. It's got Little Rock on it. It's pretty cool. <sighs> anyway, like that's how Raw was. Um, in other news, Kenny Omega possibly probably not coming to the Royal Rumble. From what I've read, his his actual New Japan contract. Doesn't expire until the two days after the Rumble. So, and some people say he's already re-signed with New Japan, so we're probably not going to see Omega in the Rumble. But I may be wrong. You know, it may just be something, something going on. Then, uh, I don't know if, I haven't covered this in the last two weeks, but I should cover it now. TNA has been purchased by another company, by Anthem. I think it's Anthem Entertainment. And they've like changed their logo. T- TNA's logo now looks like the Team Mystic logo. I'm not even kidding. It's blue. Looks like Articuno and everything. You know, I'm hoping that does TNA a little bit better because Dixie Carter stepped down. Hopefully they can, you know, get back to their former glory with Broken Matt Hardy at the helm. And then um, 
back to the Raw news. You know, it's other news, but it's also Raw news. At at Monday Night Raw, they announced the first inductee into the Hall of Fame class of two, 2017, the man who's going to be headlining. The last person I expected. I expected, like, Gilbert or Santino Morella to make it to the WWE Hall of Fame before this, man. And that man is Kurt Angle. I, dude, you want to know how, how, like, people, jokingly, people thought this was? WWE announced it. I'm talking to the dude in front of me before they do it. He's like, man, isn't Diamond Dallas Page supposed to be the first inductee? He's like, nah, dude, it's going to be Kurt Angle. And dude, like, when they start playing his music, he's like, dude, I thought you were kidding. Nah. Nah. Because like, it's great they're showing his old footage from, like, the Olympics and stuff. Then his music hits, everybody's losing it. It was pretty cool. See, what else do I have in wrestling news this week? Oh, yeah. Also, Monday Night Raw, one of the moments that made me most, like, maddest of the night. I like both, I like Cesaro. I don't care much for Sheamus, you know, the tag champs. The club, you know, Gallows and Anderson beat, they beat him. You know, they pinned him. One, two, three, and they're like, I'm like, yeah, the club wins the titles. And then the rest, like, nah, Sheamus punched me, though. So it's a DQ. And I'm just like, no. You stop that right now. Get, give them the belts. They want No, no, get out of here with that. But, yeah, then after that, like, they pulled their finisher on both Cesaro and Sheamus, and the match was over. But, man, if you listen to this, you want to go to a WWE event, whether it be a live show or a TV sh- or a live TV taping, go. It's definitely worth a go. I don't have much else for wrestling news this week besides, you know, the main event for takes, NXT TakeOver San Antonio. Bobby Roode versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the NXT title. You know, and you know, if you're a wrestling fan and you're listening to this, shoot us an email. Tell us who you'd like to see in the Rumble this year. What's the, uh, what is the email address, Lucas? Oh, I've completely forgotten. Nobody ever, ever sends anything, so I've completely forgotten. Am it. I the only one who remembers this thing? And I've got the bad memory. What does that say about you? That I care less about this thing than you. And you're the one who created this thing. Yeah. Anyway, the email is crossfacemywaifu at gmail.com. One more time for you, crossfacemywaifu at gmail.com. If you listen, if you're a wrestling fan, tell us who you'd like to see in the Rumble. And if you say Hulk Hogan, you will be called out on the show next week. You will be called out. Anyway, that's pretty much it for my news. What do you got for your hit list this week, my man? I've got two separate things, honestly, this week. Uh, Separating it out from the main anime hit list to a secondary like more generalized hit lists, which is first off a show that's really big and really you know well beloved by a lot of people and i'd say jelly good show jelly good show regular show finally ended it did you showed me the end you know i don't have cable i didn't get a chance to watch it but i saw the end and it it got me see people always like say whenever mgs5 came out and like the very first thing that pops on is not actually a David Bowie song, but everyone thought it was a David Bowie song. Yeah. I mean, technically it is a David it's Bowie song. It's a David Bowie song, just not recorded by David exactly. Bowie. Exactly. Everyone uh, said, of course, Kojima starts the game with a David Bowie song. Because it's the 80s. Yeah. But no one thought, of course, they're going to end regular show with a David Bowie song. Because it's the 80s. No, it's not actually the 80s. It's the 80s. It's not actually the 80s. It's, it's the 80s. No, it's not the 80s in that show. It's just That show has a lot of the 80s in it, you know? In that show, there's, like, Blu-ray and HD DVD. Yeah, there's laser discs. Yeah. There's Ataris. Yeah. Arcades. Technically, they play primarily on Sega Master System, so. Yeah. Somebody brought a Sega Master System into my store one day. Yeah, you told me about that. I still think it's one of the best designed like consoles. Oh yeah, it looks great. I love it. Yeah, now the way the cartridges, carts, carts, yeah, were better, better. Yeah, but uh, yeah, watch it. Jolly good show. That's all I gotta Jolly say. Loved it. Uh, slightly tear jerking ending, but not super inducing. Ending like, kind of reminiscent of the end of JoJo Part One. Shut up now. No. Slightly reminiscent. No. Slightly. Shut up. You no. shut up. The uh, other thing I finished watching was I watched all True Detective season one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And okay, so I've got I've got to be very clear about this. True Detective season one is by no means 
a bad show. Okay? Alright. But this show did not live up to what I was promised. By any stretch of the imagination. So you're saying it was like No Man's Sky, but it's a TV show? No, that's... No. True Detective is a very good show, and it's pretty good on just the basis. But I've watched a lot of police procedural dramas in my life. Right. So have I. I'm personal SVU. I think I've watched even more than you even, and I'm somehow, but... Uh, I know, I'm so partial to this for you. I yeah, like I know. And I... The mystery of the show just doesn't... It, it's not there for me. Like, I, I sat there the entire series, like, actually trying to grasp onto a thread, you know? Because it, it quickly moved on from a simple murder mystery to a conspiracy mystery linked with the murder which you know not that you know like jimmy hoffa sort of but then it moved on into this different thing but the thing that made me want to even watch the first season of true detective is three words that someone told me about that i just heard and i'm like after i i never i didn't know what they meant when i first heard it but then recently i found out what they meant and then you were on board with it too and that is three words the king four words four words the king in yellow yeah i was on board for that the king in yellow fuck fucking the king in yellow that's ah, uh, it's fucking lovecraftian shit man yeah and like there are certain instances in the show where like that sort of thing is kind of like semi hinted at you know yeah like the by the way, tons of spoilers for, you know, uh, True Detective, obviously. But uh, there's an instance where, like, these birds form into the spiral, like, shape that is, like, the symbol for, you know, the Yellow King in the show. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's all this imagery of the Yellow King. And, like, uh, one of the uh, Matthew McConaughey's, like, character. Oh, I didn't know he was. Yeah, uh, it, the two main characters are Matthew McConaughey and... Uh, uh, who's the guy who played Tallahassee and Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson. Those are two like stars of the show. All right. It's, Does it's, he it's say a, all right? No, it's a good show. You should watch it. You know, but it's just like I've seen better. Is all I guess. And like the uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey's like a uh, character has like kind of vision sort of thing due to like different reasons. You know. That's so McConaughey. And, like, at the very end, when he's, like, in the lair of the, like, King in Yellow, he sees, like, a galaxy spiraling out in front of him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, is it actually going to go, like, full, like, what I was hoping it's going to go? Because this is the very last episode. Like, last 15 minutes, I'm like, okay, if this happens, this show's redeemed. I'll pray this show for the rest of my life. And then it's nothing... And then the ending's disappointing. Mm. And then I get nothing really. And then there's no reason behind any of the bullshit. And then it just... I skipped more on that show. Like, fast-forwarded through more shit than I have ever done with anything I've ever watched. And none of the stuff I skipped, like, over was part of the actual, like, case. It was more just secondary character development that I got bored with. Very quickly. Mm. I I don't know, man. Like, I I tried to watch this. I tried to be positive about it. I Overall, it was fine. It's a good show. I, I can't say that. And from what I've heard, the second season of it sucks. Got Vince Vaughn in the second season. It sucks. Oh, but I, I don't fucking know, man. It's just... I've ne- I haven't had, like, a ser- see a point like you have with, like, a lot of anime where... Just like something is so hyped up for you, and you're like, "Nah, I'm I'm good with not watching it." Yeah. But then something, you know, draws you into it. I'm like, "Okay, I'll watch it. I want to see where this is going." Yeah, that was kind of like Kill a Kill, you know. Yeah. It was hyped up for me. I decided, man, it's it's not gonna live up to the hype. I didn't watch it. Then one day I was just sitting at home bored around midnight. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch it. 
Yeah, I think I watched it also. I think right after I finished it, I started playing Pokemon Snap on the 64. Yeah, but you weren't disappointed by that. No, I was was hype. I love Exactly. But it's... I don't know, man. It's just like... That's another thing that kind of like disappointing to me is like... There's not a lot of Lovecraft related. Lovecraft or, you know, Old Gods or Outer Gods, whatever, that general like area... You yeah, know. There's not much of it on TV, which sucks. Because I mean, that is the, a great, great area to go with. You know? I mean, there's not really any TV shows or movies or anything. You know, they need a good movie. There are some video games, and they're moderately okay, but there's nothing really like. Yeah. You know, I mean, the only real like Lovecraftian thing I can think of Disney did. Hmm? That was like the second Atlantis. You know, like they did that one. No, that's that's the Kraken. That's not. Yeah, but they made it seem so Lovecraftian. The, the Kraken is not Lovecraftian, though, man. That's like... yeah. Well, I mean, the the area they were in, though. Oh yeah, that's totally like an in's mouth, like reference thing, you know. Yeah. But I I don't know, man. I just man, I, honestly, I wish they would love like Lovecraftian writings would make a great horror game. Well, there are a couple of games like that there. Yeah, do it kind of like Resident Evil Four. No. But, you know, without the shooting, kind of like a mix of Resident Evil 4 and... Uh, I think you just need to say, like... More like, like Silent Hill. I'm going to say, yeah, just say Silent Hill, basically. Yeah. Silent Hill basically already is that. It's already, like, Eldritch Horror, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But, in fact, specifically, that's what Silent Hill 1 and 3 are about. Like, Eldritch Horror. Hmm. That's why it's a, it's about a cult. I mean, like, I haven't played the Silent Hills. I mean, yeah, but... I haven't played PT either. Yeah. PT scares me. Yeah, but... I, I don't know, man. Like, I would love, like, a good, like, mystery series that's, like, you know, there are dropped hints, like, in the background or something that, like, not everything is okay. Like, primarily, like, the a murder case going on and everything, and everything seems to be pointing to, like, the obvious guy or something, you know? And, like, the entire show is, like, about that, or it's about, like, finding out who really did it. It's not the guy who they thought it was. And, like, toward the, like, last three, four, three episodes of it, it's like, they start to see, like, maybe it's not as simple as just a human killer. Yeah. Or something like that, you know? But, yeah, that's, that's my thought on, like, True Detective. I, it's alright, but it's not great. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a strong C minus. Right. Yeah. But uh, on the watch list for anime wise, I have been watching, not finish, because they're coming out. Been watching two shows that are coming out with the season, which are Konosuba season two. Mm-hmm. It's great. Two episodes so far. And Mitsu Kobayashi Dragon Maid. It's great. Yeah, you showed me that. I kind of want to watch it. Two, two episodes so far. <laughs> they're both fun, lighthearted. I love them. I really That's something I do love. I love a good lighthearted anime. Yeah. Can't wait for more Konosuba. Like, Konosuba's really good. Honestly, I actually feel like Konosuba might be able to break the mold of, like, seasons. I think it might get three. Oh, man. If the second season ends, like, and not everything's resolved, like, how I'd, I would hope, I gotta hope for three, man. Yeah. Like, that's I'm... a that's a thing that doesn't happen, you know? Yeah, but so uh, how many days are we at at the moment in our countdown to part five? Uh, I think we're at sixty-two or fifty-eight somewhere. Mm-hmm. Around <sighs> but, also, you know, anime news. Myself, I pre-ordered something at work the other day. Mm. The new Berserk game, Berserk Band of the Hawk. Yeah, had a pre-order on Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm looking through the system for a pre-order for somebody. He's like, dude. Is that Berserk? Didn't know that was for pre-order yet. Yep. Nice. I pre-ordered it. Nice. I saw some gameplay of it. It looks like it's going to be Dynasty Warriors, but I don't care. Well, Muso, actually. Yeah. But I don't care, though. It's going to be good. Well, hopefully it will be. Dude, I'm going in there and the fact that you get to play his guts. You get to play his guts. You get his arm cannon and everything. So that's what I'm going to go in there. Happy you get to play it. Griffith, Kaka, a bunch of other people. Nobody likes Griffith. You get, to play, you get to play a band of the hawk Griffith, though. True. It's a good group. So. But, yeah, that's kind of on my watch list. I, I really haven't had time to go into backlog as of late. Yeah, because, you know, work and whatnot. Yeah. But I I will say this. 
Wednesdays are going to be the best day for the next 10 weeks. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Because you want to know what comes on Wednesday? It's Kobayashi Dragon Maid. Boom. Konosoba Season 2. Boom. Uh, two other shows that I'm going to start watching also. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Wednesday is a good day. It's going to be huge. Very much. News-wise. Not a lot of news this week. Not a lot at all. Nope. Kizumonogatari 3. Anime film earns 87 million yen. In, oh, a lot of yen. In first weekend. The film's third in the trilogy, ranked number nine at the Japanese box office. And a that's actually really not that much. It's only about $746,000. And just let me have my moment. I mean, let me, can I just have my moment to say that's a lot of money? No. Uh, the second movie uh, in total sold about $1.95 million. And the first one doesn't say at the moment. But the Monogatari movies usually do pretty well. So, this is, there are actually a lot of these in the news. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go over all of them, but I'm going to talk about two of them at the moment. Right. But, okay, so Seven Seas is a manga distributor in, right. in the U.S. And they mostly distribute, like, more niche stuff. We've talked about them a little bit before, but they like they're the ones who distribute... Uh, uh, 12, 12 Beast, uh, Monster Musume, mm-hmm. and a bunch of, like, the, you know, the, the non, like, general, like, big name, quotation around big name, like, shonen and generalized stuff yeah. like that. They're more of the, I, I'm, I'm not quite the best word for it, but they publish, like, what Tokyo Pop and, uh, Viz and the other guys won't touch pretty yeah. much and they have a so fan. they pick up the scraps that the regular that the regular manga mafia don't want to use pretty much but they also print a lot of they also print a lot of stuff i love though because like they print in lucifer and the bitkin hammer and, and they're like all, lucifer and, the and they're also gonna start printing the manga that was made by the same guy that i finished reading like a while back by the same manga guy, mm-hmm. which is spirit circle mm. which is really good Everyone should go read Spirit Circle. Spirit Circle is, like, amazing. If you love Lucifer and the Bitkin Hammer, read Spirit Circle. Spirit Circle right. is... I, I can't say this enough. I love Spirit Circle. I hope it gets an anime someday. Like, I hope Lucifer and the Bitkin Hammer gets an anime. The guy deserves anime. That's all I gotta say. Uh, secondary, though... Uh, uh, one sec. We'll be back after a short little break. And we're back. back. Yeah. Anyways, as I was saying, uh, another thing Seven Seasons is releasing, they're releasing a lot, but they're also releasing uh, Cutie Honey A Go Go, which is the, you know, manga of new Cutie Honey. That's Sounds it. fun. Yeah. Not a lot of news this week, but next up, uh, Girls and Panzer, uh, Girls Become Waitresses for Restaurant Collaboration. All right, then. Yeah. Uh, the Does late- the restaurant serve cup noodles? No. The, fish. Uh, the late collaboration uh, between the anime and the f- or the animated film and well everything. Uh, the anime characters will transform into waitresses at the chain restaurant Coco's. The campaign will run from January nineteenth to Happy birthday March, to you. Dar- March first. They started today. Technically, they already started because uh, you know it's Your already. It's an hour thing. Yeah. They're like, aren't they, are they 12 hours ahead? Yeah, because it's like Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yeah. Uh, people who order from the collaboration set menu will receive one of six themed A4 size clear files. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, a new file will be available every week. The collaboration menu includes beef hamburger steak, seafood soup spaghetti, and Coco's wrapped grilled hamburger steak set. What is a wrapped grilled hamburger steak set? Don't know. Don't really, like a burger wrap? Don't really care that much, but do you kind of wish I could get some of these? Oh, that's cute. And you can get, uh, they have a dessert that's, uh, two, uh, two pancakes with brownie, whipped cream, a chocolate ice cream on top with one of those, uh, little biscuit, like, twirl biscuit things. Mm-hmm. And is it, it supposed to be a tank? It looks like a tank. It's cute. Let me see. 
Oh, it's so cute. Looks like I want to eat it. Yeah. That sweetie gonna give you diabetes, but I want to eat it. But that's that's really cute. I kind of wish we got more of this sort of stuff. Like, yeah, instead we just get the giant pancakes at the grill that will give you death. Yeah. Now I get to talk about why I'm angry about the Nintendo Switch. Cause fuck it. Oh, but also fuck it because Suda Fifty One, no more hero protagonist Travis Touchdown makes his return on Nintendo Switch. You know what? Chris, I mean, Chris, you know what that one means? That they're going to make No More Heroes for the Switch? Not No More Heroes 2, not No More Heroes 3, just the original? Yeah, they're just putting the original one back. Ugh. Alright, dude. But hey, it's portable. Wait, 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 wait. No. Wait, what? Wait, wait, what? wait, is this the turn? Is this the heel turn? It, no, this is the face turn. You love the Switch now, don't you? Wait, 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 wait. Something, something fucking going wrong. Everywhere I've seen it, it just said the first No More Heroes is coming uh, to the Switch. But this one, this news story right here says, and now during the Nintendo Switch presentation 2017 live stream event on Thursday, Grasshopper manufacturer is developing a game for the Switch that will feature No More Hero protagonist Travis Touchdown. 251 didn't specify if the game will be a No More Hero title. He also said the game title hasn't been decided yet, but the game is heavily influenced by pro wrestling. So, this is your face turn. You love he, the Switch now, don't he, you? Well, you don't love it, but you, lo- you don't hate it. Motherfucker, I want to burn every fucking Switch to the ground. They bring this madman... Out of his fucking hole in the ground where they dump sushi and, like, gravure, like, calendars. And New Japan DVDs. Exactly. And in one case, they kind of manifesto because it's gravure and it's wrestling. Yeah, sure, whatever. And they just dump, they dump those into the hole and Suda 51 pumps out games. They just dump it in the hole in the ground. Grasshopper Manufacturing, it's just, like, the dream project of a madman. But I thought that was a, uh, I thought that was Kojima. No, but uh, Suda Fifty One is like Kojima if he did a lot of mushrooms in college. I'm yeah. not. Say, I'm not willing to say all of Suda Fifty One games are like the level of Metal Gear, but they are in my favorite like games for reasons. Yes, I mean, you, there's the, that one scene you or that one speech you quote almost daily. Yeah, but. That's from No More Heroes. That's the first one. It's the yeah, one the very Tra- first boss of No More it's Heroes one. Travis fighting uh, death metal guy. Yeah, death metal. Yeah. I, I need to borrow those from you since I have a Wii. Yeah, now. I told you you can borrow. You can borrow the PS3 version. I keep telling you this. Yeah, but you know, yeah. I gotta have a reason to play the Wii that I spent fifteen dollars yeah. on. Uh man. I'm kind of mad they didn't throw a controller in there for fifteen bucks. Yeah. But I mean it's. 43 bucks gets me a Wii with a controller. Gotta find the exit. Gotta find the exit. I'm looking around, but I can't find it. Gotta find the exit. Gotta find the exit. That sounds like me when I had to pick my niece up at school this week. Because she was sick. Yeah. I had to go to her elementary school. It's the new elementary school. You know, I've never been in. I've yeah. never been in. So I'm like, what do I? where do I go? What do I do? It's just, they have Suda51 appear on screen. And by the way, you should watch the video of him coming on. If the guy they have for the translator for Suda 51, you could tell he's not saying everything he should be. Suda 51 is obviously a madman that says whatever the fuck he wants. And you could tell the guy who's like translating for him, it's just like. He's gotta keep it PG. He's cutting like 90% of what Suda 51 is saying. Because he's a madman. He's a straight up madman. But, I mean, the, the thing. It, Suda 51 on stage and giant pictures of Travis like in his in a good photo that's never been used ever before and it just says Travis strikes again on his shirt and if it's a new uh, if it's a new No More Heroes you gotta buy a Switch No More Heroes and what does it mean heavily influenced by pro wrestling I don't know but I'm gonna buy it all of them are influenced by pro wrestling I know but it's heavily influenced Maybe it's just a wrestling game where you can only play as Travis Touchdown and just no, suplex I, everybody. I honestly feel like it might be a fighting game or something. I don't know. That's, but like it may be fun actually. Man. I'm gonna buy the game. I know you're gonna buy the game. But I'm not And if I can get a hold of a Switch, you'll probably play it on my Switch. Yes. Uh man, this 
This annoys me at no end. I want No More Hero 3, damn it, but I don't want it to come out on a fucking Nintendo system again. Nintendo treated No More Hero like a fucking, like, ugly stepchild. They didn't promote it. No More Earth 2 sank in Japan and here. I don't see why. It's, it's like fucking Bayonetta all over again. But Bayonetta's fun. I know. And so is No More Heroes. Oh, Bayonetta 2, I mean. But, yeah. I mean, they're both fun. I need to pick up Bayonetta on my PS3. Yeah. In other news that's just good in general. Good news, everyone. D4, Dark Dream, Don't Die, Square 65, starts White Owl Studio. Kind of weird that both two of my favorite game directors are name number. Yeah. Suited 51 and Square 65. I almost feel like... I have D4, though. I know. Well, you deleted it, though. I have it still. I mean, it's still yeah. on there. I beat it. Anyways, mm-hmm. but... Uh, but season two of D four never got announced because D four season one didn't do that well. That's why it was. But uh, hey, maybe we and actually White Owls were a big part of D four. It's a big imagery, but uh, yeah. So the company is going to be uh, website also has a novel section which queries upcoming mystery novel tentatively named "I Am Not a Cat." Does it follow that one chick from a D4? No. But, I don't know, man. I just hope that... I, I, honestly, I feel like that's a good, like, idea, is that, like, there's a... Like, in Japan, they... they If you're going to be a game developer, you're in, like, a system, and, like, you get a assi- assigned a number, and you have to have a not name in front of it. Yeah, but what about Hideo Kojima? He didn't get a... Kojima number one. Num, num, Kojima numero uno. Yeah. Like I said, not a lot of news this week. Some good news, but other than that, not really much going on. We love Kojima. Obviously. And I love Square 65. And Which, by the way, I've never heard anyone say Square 65. That's weird to me. Mm-hmm. I've always heard Suda 51. Square 65 also doesn't really thematically sound as well as Suda 51. But, hey, whatever. Uh... Though, other news, just small thing, uh, Pikachu is, there are some Pikachu plushes that are going to get a ketchup bottle sleepy bag. Uh, what kind of, which Pikachu plush is it? Is it like, is it just a Pikachu plush that comes with a sleeping bag? Uh, let's see here. Because I, I like some of the Pikachu plushes they did, like, you know, the dress up as Mega Oh, wow, Ricardo. there's more, actually. It's a digital thing. Also, there's also a ba- a little handbag that Pikachu holding a ketchup bottle. Oh, let me see. Uh, there's a mini. Uh, there's also a plate mat. Is that raining? It's raining. Weird. I didn't think there was anything about s- supposed to rain. Mm. Oh, uh, Kagami also did a Kagami vegetable wall destruction campaign in April 2015 for the 20th anniversary of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Lottery items included... God, I forgot Neon Genesis having gotten us 20 years old. Yeah. Lottery items for that include a Fear of Longinus Glass Reproductions, Evangelion Cutlery Set, I've seen those, and Evangelion Glasses Sets. I'm sorry, what now? Which one? The Spear of Longinus what now? Reproductions. Like, like, reproductions or reproductions? Mm-hmm. Big old tall ones that you can I, probably stab a fool I, with. I, or... I highly doubt that they're glass. Dude, I want a fork. Ma- I want a spear of Longinus fork now. Just Longinus. Little... You know I have an accent. So let me just let me talk. Everybody no. knows what I'm talking about. All five people who listen to this know what I'm talking about. Anyways, just eat my steak with that spear. But like a man. Anyways, that's the end of my news for this week. All right. All right. All right. It's actually a relatively short podcast, Chris. Yeah. Well, you know how it is. You know, it's early in the year. News is starting to build. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, Chris, uh, anything you want to just discuss for a little bit? or <sighs> And make sure you're good, or else people are just going to hear me sh- shut you down. Or uh, shoot you do you down. that anyway. Yeah. I have to, so we maintain a decent quality. What? We don't maintain decent quality to begin with. Yeah, well. Like, seriously. <laughs> but, uh, I guess one thing we can talk about the Pokemon Sun and Moon anime. Have you seen anything about it? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it looks pretty fun. Like, 
I haven't had a chance to watch it, but it looks super funny. Like, like really enjoyable. Like, I saw a clip of uh, Ash, he was racing one of the trial captains on a Lapras and tried to jump in a melodic, just like, speared him from out of nowhere. A lot of uh, people are complaining about the new animation style, but I enjoy I like it. Style. It's a good, like, new sort of... Yeah, it kind of it breathes new life into it, because, you know, you're used to the same kind of art style for, you know, 20 years, and they yeah. want to try something new. But... Uh, also, you know, there is something I forgot to bring up in my news. Huh. Randy Orton. You know Randy Orton. Turns out he was working out at a gym in Jonesboro and had an altercation with a fan. You know, he, he was at a gym working out. He paid to work out. And, you know, he's trying to do his set. And the guy just, you know, was bugging him. You know, I mean, he was kind of a, an a-hole about it. But, you know, I can understand where he's coming from in the situation, you know. I mean, he's not at home. You know, he's having to use a gym he's never been, he's probably never been to. He's having to pay to use it. And, you know, he's trying to get his stuff done, but, you know, he's getting bothered by somebody while he's trying to do it. You know, I mean, I can understand it completely. I mean, I'm pretty sure it could have been handled a little bit better. But, you know, yeah. I, I like I said, I can 100% see where Orton's coming from. He's been dealing with it for 15 years. Yeah. Right? Somebody, you know, he even said, look, I would have been fine with it if, you know, if he would have just let me finish my set beforehand. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's understandable because, you know, he has to keep up a certain level of physical health because he is a top-tier WWE superstar. He's a 12-time world champion. You can't fuck with the man bread and butter. Yeah. That's all. I mean, I completely understand it. Like I said, it could have been handled better, but, you know, it happens. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry it happened to Randy Orton. You know, I'm kind of sorry for the fan, but, like I said, it, it's going to happen. You know, so... Point is, people, if you're going to, you know, if you see a wrestler or a celebrity you enjoy, if they're doing something, let them finish what they're doing before you ask there. Don't get, like, superstar truck. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Randy Orton. I'm going to go bug him while he's lifting weights, you know? I mean, you can say that for most, like, celebrity. Though. Yeah, just any celebrity, you know? It's like, oh, my God, it's blah, blah, blah. Let them finish what they're doing first. I mean, just because they're famous doesn't mean they're not, you know, just regular people trying to do their job. Yeah. Well, Chris, I don't think we really have anything else to talk about this week. It's kind of a slow week, so. Yeah. But, yeah, Chris, we're winding down to the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Final words? Well, it's Friday. It'll be Friday soon. It's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. You got a job, but you off, and you ain't got nothing to do. So we're going to take you out to eat tonight. You're going to get some lunch. You're probably going to get drunk because you'll be 21. And we're going to go from there. Yes. Because I'm going to have to be your DD. Yeah. Okay. Drink responsibly. Yes. Because I'm not going to be like Hank Hill as a designated driver. Yeah. I'm not going to just make you feel horrible for drinking. I'm just going to, you know. But, all right. Final words, final words, final words. Uh, Do you like pina coladas? Not really. Okay. I like pina coladas, just not alcoholic ones. Like. People make snow cones. I, I do like dancing in the rain, though. It's getting caught in the rain. Alright, either way. Are you not into yoga? Sort of. Do you have half a brain? I was supposed to say that. Only when you record with me. <laughs> uh, anyways. Do you like making love at midnight? I'm not telling you that. In the dunes of the Cape? Maybe. Uh, final words, final words, final words. Uh... I bought a bunch of PS4 games, but I do not own a PS4. There is a something wrong with my brain that does not allow me to spend outrageous amounts of money on something. But I can I try to stop him. But there are not the same amount of thing in my brain that allow that will stop me from buying like things, even if I can't use them at the mm-hmm. moment. I don't know why. It's impulse control, man. Yeah. Anyways, Chris, winding down to the very We are winding down to the very end. So, I guess we'll welcome everyone to a true man's world. And uh, Studio 51. Ah, uh, you ruined it. <laughs> You're like, good dears. And I, I will be king. I thought we were going another way with And that. you... You will be queen. Why am I gotta be queen? Do not question David Bowie. I'm not questioning, I'm just wondering why I gotta be the queen. Because. Alright. You're stupid.
You stupid. You stupid. I just want you to know something though before we end. I've had the time of my life. Cause I am a worm before I was a man. Get out of here with Slipknot. Shut up. You shut up. Bye. Are you a, a real villain? Well, uh, technically, uh, nah. Have you ever caught a good guy like a like a real superhero? Nah. Have you ever tried a disguise? Nah, nah. All right. I can see that I will have to teach you how to be villains.